health, knowledge, and encouragement. You're listening to the Fabcast with Ryan Fabella. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fabcast. Just want to do another episode today, and this one is going to be about manufacturing overseas in Pakistan. This is a, a story I want to share with you guys. This is one of my crazy experiences, and this is something I will never forget. And I want to document this as a, as a podcast because I think it's a very interesting story about persistence, about not knowing, and about going through hardship to understand things just a little more clearly. So obviously, you guys know who I am, Ryan Fabella. I've been in a, I was in the apparel industry since I was 16. Doing manufacturing, I've done everything manufacturing domestically in the United States, over in China, uh, India, Bangladesh. I did the majority of the end tip of manufacturing over in Pakistan, built great, amazing relationships with a certain manufacturer over there. And I was doing a project for, I think it was 1,500 Euro curved tees with side zippers and about 500 bomber jackets uh, that were manufacturing overseas in Pakistan. And the, the crazy thing is, that was one of our biggest orders at the time. It's a lot of product for one brand. Uh, I won't name him, because he is someone that I know is a little more private. Let's just say he is good friends with Chris Brown. But that's besides fact. I know all the girls out there that love Chris Brown. Shout out to him. So. We placed the order with the manufacturer, uh, very slim margins. When you're going that high, he really made sure that he was getting the best bang for his buck. But he had a good, good relationship with us and we had a good relationship with the manufacturer, so we made it happen. We placed the order with the manufacturer, everything was, was smooth and we were getting it in. Um, I have to throw some shade on my partner at the time because this is a true story. We all had to face our, our, our fears on it. And so we, we get the order in. It's about to ship out to us. And normally we would get shipments from Pakistan, you know, 50 bomber jackets, 100 t-shirts, blah, 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 whoop de whoop. We had no worries, no problem at all. It would come through easily. DHL was a, our uh, carrier at the time. We had no problems. But this one was obviously something that we did not think that we would have problems with. And we learned very soon that it was a very big problem that was coming our way. So we didn't do shipment by boat because that takes about a month. We did it by air, but it was it was something that is a very big cargo ship still or cargo within a plane. So once it arrived, uh, we had a very, very strict due date with the client. So my partner let him know because he was the one that had a relationship with him at the time. Uh, he said, this is going to get I'm just going to put some hypothetical dates so you guys kind of get an idea said, hey, we're going to get these products to you by the first, knowing that he's about a two hour drive to LA from San Diego to LA. And we were, usually we get the products in and we go deliver to our customer if that's the case. The products comes in on the first and it gets inspected. No worries, it's going to pass inspection. It's, it's no worries at all. Uh, and it gets inspected and uh, does not pass. And so we're like, okay, what? Okay, hold on, what's going on? So we we drive to the port uh, at the time, that's where it was. And we, we go through and say, hey, you know, what's going on? Well, I didn't pass, we need to get our product ASAP. And said, uh, well, we have a very, very big issue. And the issue is that it doesn't have proper tagging. This was an issue by the manufacturer that uh, he just kind of dropped the ball. Uh, every product that comes in and out of the country 
need to be tagged properly of the origins of where the product was made. And this product did not have those labels. And so that was a big issue. That was one issue that we occurred. The second issue that we occurred, we came right before, well, first we were noticed that they were noticed late. So it was late on the first day. So we, we came in on the second day, but the first day they said, Hey, since there was an issue and we had to warehouse it, we're going to have to charge you a warehousing fee. Okay. There's no way around it. We can't get our product, but we have to pay for warehousing. All right, whatever. Well, okay. How much is that going to be? You know, maybe 30, 40, 50 bucks. It's about $200 a night. And it honestly, it could have been more. And so we're like, oh, that's, that's kind of a bummer, but Hey, we'll do what we got to do. So we paid that fee the next day. We had to pay another fee because we still had to fill out paperwork and said, oh, do you have an agent? Uh, what, what, do you, what do you mean an agent? So, oh, you need an agent uh, to properly bring these products in. So now we got three issues, a tagging issue, we have a agent issue, and we have a warehousing issue. And so this is something new to us. And we're like, okay, we'll give us an agent's you know, information. Uh, we get about 10, give all 10 a call. They don't pick up. Give us a call until probably two to three days later. Well, that's great. And so we go into the third or fourth day, and just remember that warehousing fee is a daily bill. It doesn't just go away. So we're still paying that. And so now it goes about to say that was a Monday. Now we're going on to Friday. They're closed on the weekends. So this is not good. My partner at the time tells the, the clients that, hey, I will guarantee these will be to you by Monday. I don't think he said a time, but they will be in your hand that next following Monday. We're having a couple of issues, but we'll have them in by Monday. So, okay, no problem. And he said, to throw a little flair on it, if I don't have these to you by Monday, I will take a certain amount, I won't let you, let you know a certain amount, off the final bill. He paid a 50% deposit and then pays the remaining when we deliver. And... I did not know this at the time when he said this, but I obviously found this out later since I did all the financing and uh, that is going to be the fourth issue. And so we we go in on Monday, we got our agent figured out, or we're now getting our agent figured out and they said, oh yeah, this is another big bill, probably like an $800 bill just for him to sign paperwork saying, hey, this is who we are, this is the product that we're bringing in. And yeah, so that we had to pay someone $800 to just write and uh, sign a couple papers, which is absolutely ridiculous, but that is the world that we live in. Now go on to the next part, the labeling. Labeling was the big issue. Now we're going into probably Tuesday and Wednesday, getting all that paperwork figured out. They said, well, we need everything tagged. First of all, I'm running these situations in my head and I'm like, okay, well, woven labels, I know I can get them made, but they're made over in Pakistan. They take about two, three weeks for production. I could probably speed that process up and get them about a week and a half to two weeks, depending on shipping. But again, if that was the case, I would literally have to pay warehousing for the next week and a half to two weeks out of the wait until that comes in. It was just not something that we can afford. That's that's just ridiculous. We just couldn't do that. I had to be creative and I had to be witty with the situation that we were in. I said, what can I do? I said, I can go design something right now on my computer. I can go to Office Depot. It was either Office Depot or Staples. It was someone that I think is Staples, the one that we were close with. And I said, I need to go to these guys and get 1500 printed out and a 500 print out for the bomber jackets. It just literally, literally says a small piece of paper, less than a one by one that says made in Pakistan and the materials. So 
I go and do that within a day. Get them all printed out, get them all cut in little one by one sizes because obviously, you know, Staple doesn't cut them for you. So manually do that. So that's another day, another $200 on warehousing. So now we get to Friday. A whole, this is a whole two week thing now two weeks warehousing fee, agent fee, all that type of stuff. And now label fee, because I was able to pay that at a retail cost, it was ridiculous. I, I honestly don't remember, it's probably not two, three hundred dollars, just printing off paper and those sizes. So now we go into the next thing and I bring these labels to the place and said, hey, I got the labels, what do I do next? Well, they said, uh, what I can do is I can give you the product, but I need that product back that same day to verify that they have proper labels. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh, by the way, we missed that Monday deadline. Of course, I forgot to tell you that. Um, so every single day now, the man's deposit is dwindling down. We're losing more and more money. Awesome. This is, this is just awesome. So, and I say these stories because this is something that I had to go through. So when entrepreneurs say, oh man, I went through this. This was a very hard, this is almost like a make or break for the business to be very, and we're losing thousands and thousands of dollars in a meaning of about two weeks. And so we have all these labels and said, hey, I can only give you these products for this day and you can make it happen. So we miss a deadline because there's no way possible we can do it on a Friday night. So I had to wait the whole entire weekend. And on Monday morning, I rented a U-Haul that was huge. And we threw everything in the, in the car. We got all the products in there, filled it all the way up. And we went over to our sewers, which his name is Pac, and he's in El Cajon. And uh, till this very day, he is always close to my heart because this man uh, has helped me out so much in, in the world of uh, apparel. And this guy speaks very broken English, but me and him have a very close bond that can never be replaced. Pac will always have a big, big, a big place in my heart. And so we, we show up with this big thing. We gave him a very short notice. And he says, Ryan, Ryan, you need this? Okay, say no more. He gets half of the boxes. He throws them in, in his forerunner and drives them over to another place. I'm like, whoa, whoa, where's this guy go? Goes over to his wife's sewing place. And he takes half at his sewing place. And they just get to work. He knew in my voice and, and the relationship that we had was very, very close. He knew the stress that I was in, I let him know, Pack, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll pay you in advance. And obviously we, we paid him a premium cost to get this done and said to Pack, I don't know how we're gonna do it, but I need this done by today. With most people, they say, oh, whoa, I, if I ask any other manufacturer in the whole entire world, they have said, no way, Jose, this will take about a week. This man and his wife and his sewers got about 2,000 products sewn in with these labels within a day, within a day. And it just amazed me on how much work this guy put in. So he did it, paid him, put everything in, in the car. And by the way, there's another fee there, obviously the U-Haul, we go in, we drive, run, oh my goodness, we were ecstatic. We did, we did it, we did it. And we go to the place, the place is closed. It closed, do you know how how many minutes we missed it by? It's about five minutes. It closed. So you know how in the beginning I told you that he said I need these back the same day? I think you know the moral of the story. There was another fee. Pretty God what, what, what that amount was at this point. I really don't care what that amount was. But we had to deal with that. 
and also paying the U-Haul another day. So we finally get in and we get the product done. And now we have to rent the U-Haul again to drive these products up to the client. And to give you a, an amazing surprise, the remaining balance was zero. He got his products for half off and we didn't make that much money on that order to begin with. So with all those things, we drive up just defeated, just defeated. It was rough. It was a rough week, which the funny thing is at the time, my girlfriend and my parents probably didn't even know this was going on. This is how, how good I was able to, to really just like really hone in and focus on, on what I need to focus on. I was never a nervous wreck, which I can speak for other people I may have worked with in the, in the past. But I always held my composure during those stressful times. And I think that's really strengthened me as a, as a person and as a human. Because situations that happen nowadays, I just compared to that, I'm like, Psh, nothing in my personal life can ever be that stressful to this amount. And it was, it was tough. So we drive up to the client and we deliver it. And I, I'm pretty sure I was just praying to myself. I'm like, please, can you just like, uh, just say, hey guys, I know you guys have been working. Obviously he doesn't know. He doesn't know what we're doing. Uh, hey man, you guys worked really hard. I'm gonna pay you at least something in good faith. I was praying for that. Um, the way he does business is no way, Jose. You said this, and I'm gonna go by this, which hey, he's 100% right for it. But as the finance guy, it, was, it sucked. It sucked to take a big loss like that. But hey, we live and we learn. And what I learned in that big lesson is when you're importing about 2,000 products, make sure your stuff is properly labeled. Just make sure, double check it, triple check it, do whatever you need to do. That is something that uh, I learned a valuable, valuable lesson. So shout out to Pakistan. Shout out to my manufacturer. His name's Kasev, by the way, that did that project. Shout out to you, bro. It was a, it was a rough time, but we got through it. We all get through it. We all go through rough times, uh, some harder than others, but you will always get through. But the biggest thing that I learned from this was uh, staying persistent. If I would have given up, the company would have went under 110%. If I would have said, fuck it, not my problem anymore. The company would have went under and it would have been horrible. But the way that I persisted to make sure that everything was done and it did get done, that was sure strengthen persistence. So just want to give this message to you guys. This is probably one of my longer ones, about a 17 minute uh, podcast. And I appreciate you guys listening to you. If you guys have listened this far, it is something that you have to have in your life. You have to have consistent, you have to have persistence in your life because if you don't, you'll topple down. If you get something that defeats you, you'll topple down and you'll fall and you'll just give up. And so many things um, that I've learned from obstacles like this, it shows me how strong I am and how strong you can be if you just don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Things may be tough, but if you if you continue to fight for things that you're passionate about, you will be successful. No matter what you say or the, the things that people put in your head, you will succeed no matter what. So just want to give that out. Again, this is Ryan Pabella with the Fabcast. I appreciate every single one of you guys that's listening in. And for my kids that listen in, shout out to you, Skylar. Shout out to you, Elliot. Shout out to the, the baby that is not conceived or born yet. This one is for you guys. And um, uh, 
I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, many blessings to you, your family, your loved ones. And I want you guys, as I close this podcast, I want you to do something. I want you, if you have a significant other or if you have kids, I want you to go after this and give them a big hug and a big kiss and let them know you love them. And if you don't have that around you, give someone that you love a text message and let them know you're thinking about them. Uh, Little things like this will really resonate with you and uh, show you the importance uh, of your life. And those small things can go a very long way. So that is my little snippet at the very end. Uh, Shout out to No Words Podcasting that uh, does all my editing for this podcast to make them sound just so legit. And I appreciate you, Michael, for all the hard work that you do. And shout out to all my sponsors that they're just going to keep on flooding in. I appreciate you guys. And if you guys have any questions or concerns, definitely feel free to contact me anywhere, any place at any time. I'll always be here for you. I am a human just as you are. And we're all humans in this crazy, weird, strange world that we live in. So just know that you are loved, my friends. And this is Ryan Fabello at the Fabcast. Peace out. Bye, guys.